Good morning, everyone. It is my great pleasure to welcome Airbnb's three co-founders, Brian Chesky, Joe Gabia, and Nathan Blutarzik, to ring the opening bell live from San Francisco. Now, there is a lot to celebrate, and I would like to start by congratulating Airbnb on reaching this moment. Hey, podcast listeners. Today is a special episode about one of the companies I love, Airbnb. Last week, Airbnb went public, and its market valuation while recording this podcast was approximately $85 billion. Now, you might ask yourself, why recording an episode about Airbnb, right? Oh, good question. Because the founders of Airbnb, Brian Chesky and Joe Gabia, are not your typical founders. And this is where art comes in. Now, I'm not going to bore you with the whole story of Airbnb. You can listen to many wonderful interviews out there with Joe Gabia and Brian Chesky. One worth mentioning is How I Build It with Guy Raz. I will add the links on our website, so make sure to check it out. In this specific episode that we are recording today, I want to focus only on the role art and creativity played in Airbnb's success story. In order to do so, I want to take you back to 2008. Chesky and Gabia launched the website back then called airbedandbreakfast.com. In August 2008, the venture got into turbulence. They got some bookings before, but sank into a period with no booking at all. A few months before, even their third co-founder, Nathan, and their actually lead and only engineer had moved back to Boston while they are in Silicon Valley. Chesky and Gabia, running out of money, needed to act fast. What they can do to sustain the business. Their goal was to get another $25,000 US that will help them develop the business further. Chesky and Gabia deciding to become a serial entrepreneurs. Now, serial, my friends, not with an S, with a C. Yes, cereal, the typical breakfast you are familiar with. Corny, you bring me Kellogg's cornflakes? Aye, aye, boss. Oh, I never miss a drink, boss. Yikes! Now, you might ask yourself, what startup and cereal have in common? Well, basically, nothing. At the same time, in 2008, took place the United States presidential election. I welcome you to the first of the 2008 presidential debates. Between the Republican nominee, Senator John McCain of Arizona, and the Democratic nominee, Senator Barack Obama of Illinois. Barack Obama runs under the Democratic Party to his second term against the Republican John McCain. Chesky and Gabia are coming up with a brilliant idea. To create two cereal boxes, Obama's O's oh my God, it's Obama O's. and Captain McCain's. Captain McCain's The pair produced the graphics, found the box supplier to a print and cut 1,000 boxes, 500 for each type. They glued the boxes together by hand in their apartment and filled them with a generic cereal bags. Then they delivered it to the newsrooms. It became a hit instantly. The Obama cereal sold out quickly, but Chesky and Gabia ended up eating more than 100 McCain boxes. The team sold about $35,000 US dollar worth of cereal. And remember, the goal was $25,000. Amazing, isn't it? Despite this fantastic move, three months later, in November, the team was still struggling to attract booking on their website. Justin Kahn, a tech entrepreneur who advised the team, suggested they apply to YC. 
YC is Y Combinator. And if you are in the world of startups, you probably know it. Y Combinator is a Silicon Valley legendary startup accelerator that accelerated companies like Dropbox, Stripe, Reddit, and many others. YC is perhaps one of the world's most famous startup accelerators, if not the most. With Khan's recommendation, the team faces two options. Apply to YC or just shut down the business. But just like every great story, the team decides to apply to YC but misses the final date of the application. Khan wants to help the team. So what does he do? He writes to Paul Graham, Y Combinator co-founder and a painter, if I may add. But this is a topic for a separate episode. I want to read you the email exchange between Justin, Khan and Paul Graham so you can understand how easy it was to miss Airbnb. Here is how it goes. Hey PG, are the YC applications for the next round completely 100% closed? There is a company that Mike, Emmett and I have been advising for months that I think would add a lot of value, Airbed and Breakfast. They are basically a couchsurfing.com for money, where users can list rooms in their houses or apartments for rent to travelers. They missed the deadline. But all of us at JTV are big believers in their business and they have proven that they can knock stuff out and are well on their way to product market fit and are making money. Any chance you want to take a look? Justin. For that, on October 28, Paul Graham replies, tell them to go to our website and apply. They literally have to do it tonight though, because we are deciding tomorrow. Tell them to be concise and to explain how they will make money. The former is always rare and the latter we are looking more closely at these days. PG. Chesky and Gabby applied. Now they needed to wait. They get an invitation to an interview with Paul Graham and his team. They are going to the interview. Before they leave in the room, they leave a box of cereal to Paul Graham. We're walking out of the room and kind of thinking like, this is our last chance effort and it didn't go so well. And that's when I remembered that I had brought a box of Obama's to give to him as a gift. So I go running back into the room. I whip out the box. I hand it to him. I go, hey, Paul, we got this for you. He goes, oh, where'd you buy this? I go, well, we made it. He goes, what do you mean you made it? And I told him the story in 60 seconds. And he goes, wait, so you guys funded your company based on selling breakfast cereal? And he immediately turned around and put the box of cereal on the shelf behind his desk. On the ride home, we get a phone call from Paul Graham to inform us that he'd like to offer us a spot in the Y Combinator program. In a Harvard business case that was written about Airbnb, Graham commented, we didn't love the idea of renting pair rooms to strangers. It seems odd. But as soon as we saw the cereal boxes, we knew we were going to take them. Stop. Now, do you remember that I started saying art is relevant here? Well, it is. Because both Joe Gabia and Brian Chesky are not your typical founders. They both have a bachelor in fine art. In a conversation with Chase Jarvis, Gabia described his relation to art. There is uh, literally zero art talent in my, my family. Maybe that's not my grandfather, but I did have the, the chance to grow up very much into art. So I spent my childhood drawing, painting, taking art classes at every turn. On weekends, I'd go down to the Atlanta College of Art and take figure drawing classes. And I was definitely the youngest guy there. I did a summer program in the state of Georgia uh, called Governor's Honors, which was about celebrating different disciplines, science, art, music, etc. And it was during that, that summer where I really fell in love with art. 
and the, the instructors, the college level instructors said, Joe, like, you've got something here, this is something to pursue. That's when I first heard about the Rhode Island School of Design. They suggested I take a look into it. I did a summer program there the year later as a junior in high school. And I absolutely fell in love, not only with Providence, but with art school and, and this idea that like, art is just a channel to take an idea that you have and find an outlet. And it could be painting, a drawing, a sculpture, a photograph, any kind of medium. But just like Gebbia, Cheskio as well had an affinity for art. As a child, he was interested in art, drawing replicas of paintings and redesigning shoes and toys. He would disappear to the local museums for hours to draw replicas of paintings. He later became interested in landscape architecture and design. His passion for the arts made him apply for the Rhode Island School of Design, where he met Joe Gebbia, who would later be his co-founder of Airbnb. I ended up going to RISD, and the school had a profound impact on me, probably much like here in Stanford, because growing up, you're taught to look straight ahead. Like Growing up, you don't get rewarded for being disruptive. You just go to the principal's office, and I was there quite often. So I got to RISD, and teachers were like, you're a designer. You can redesign everything around you. you can, basically, what they're saying is you can change the world. That's not something that most parents tell their kids. You can change the world. They tell you to behave. Now you can see how this artistic creativity played well for them in building Airbnb. From coming up with the idea and inventing these boxes to raise their funds to actually convince people to believe in them and what they are capable of doing as a team. Let's go back to their time at YC. Because this part, I believe, is what we all need to learn from. And this is the reason I recorded this podcast. While in YC... Chesky and Gabia traveled to New York to meet users. Paul Graham recommended them to meet one of his colleagues, the investor Fred Wilson. To help them do it, PG sends Wilson a quick email that says, Hey Fred, one of the startups from the batch that just started, Airbed and Breakfast, is in New York right now, meeting their users. I recommend meeting them if your schedule allows. Be sure to ask about how they funded themselves with breakfast cereals. There is no reason this couldn't be as big as eBay. And this team is the right one to do so. Wilson replies, Thanks, Paul. We are having a bit of debate inside our partnership about the airbed concept. At this stage, PG encourages Wilson to have the meeting no matter what. In another email, just after the meeting, Wilson responds, Hey, PG, I met them today. They have an interesting business. I'm just not sure how big it's going to be. Fred. Now, Why I'm sharing with you this email's exchange? Because in March 2011, two years after the meeting, Wilson published a remarkable post about missing Airbnb and humbly shared his thoughts. Here is what he wrote. When you walk into our conference room at Union Square Ventures, you see a box of cereal on the right on our conference room. It is there because we are big Obama fans? Nope. The cereal box is a reminder to beg great entrepreneurs whenever they walk into our office, regardless of what they pitch us on. The Airbnb founders came out of the winter 2009 Y Combinator class. They came to see us during their time at YC. They told us about a great stand they pulled at the Democratic Convention in Denver. At the time, Airbnb was a marketplace for air mattresses on the floors of people's apartments. Thus, the name. They had ideas for taking on other listings, but they had not yet made much progress on them. We couldn't wrap our heads around air mattresses on the living room floors as the next hotel room, and didn't chase the deal. Now, here is where Wilson's lesson comes, and I quote, We made the classic mistake that all investors make. 
we focus too much on what they were doing at the time and not enough on what they could do, would do, and did do. We don't always get it right. We missed Airbnb even though we love the team. Big mistake. The cereal box will remain in our conference room as a warning not to make that mistake again. End of quote. Wilson, I would assume, was not the only investor to skip Airbnb. While Wilson didn't see the idea's potential, I guess other investors didn't see Chesky and Gebbia's background as an advantage. Actually, Chesky reflected on this in an interview, saying, Our backgrounds were considered a liability when I got here, to Silicon Valley. A lot of investors didn't want to invest in us because of who I was. Going to the Rhode Island School of Design wasn't an asset. And this is why I recorded this episode. Today, we are a community of 4 million hosts around the world. So to our hosts, thank you for helping make Airbnb what it is today. You are some of the kindest people I've ever met. You have faith in others and you trust them enough to let them into your home. And the connection that you provide is needed now more than ever before. But I can't just thank our host, but beca- because without our guest, there would be no host. So to our millions of guests who've stayed with us, thank you. You gave us hope that the idea of strangers staying together in each other's homes was not so crazy after all. To our employees and alumni, we've been through so much together. Thank you for working tirelessly for our community all of these years. I'm so proud of you. And finally, to our investors, thank you for believing in us, even when it wasn't always the obvious thing to do. We so often tend to look for the formula of who will be a successful entrepreneur. We so often don't think about artists and creatives as potential multi-billion dollar founders. But Chesky and Gebbia are an excellent example for the artist entrepreneur's type. They are not the only ones, I promise you that. So next time you have an art school graduate on your doorsteps, do yourself a favor. Don't rush to throw them out. You might get yourself an $85 billion company. Though I don't know Brian and Joe, and we never met, at least for now, I want to say thank you for the great work you have been doing and for never giving up on the art. I hope we can catch up for a conversation at any point. Next week will be our final episode for the season. I can't believe how quick it was. So until next week, have a wonderful time. I will wait for you here for another episode of the Artian Podcast with me, Nir Hindi. Excerpts were taken from Airbnb rings the Nasdaq stock market opening bell in celebration of its IPO, video by the Nasdaq. PBS NewsHour, McCain vs. Obama, the first 2008 presidential debate. Airbnb's Joe Gebbia, the intersection of art and business on Chase Jarvis' live show. How I built this with Guy Raz, interviewing Joe Gebbia. And Blitzscaling, episode 18, Brian Chesky on launching Airbnb and the challenges of scale. I will highly recommend you to check the full episode. You will learn a lot about the amazing story of Airbnb. Once again, thank you and see you next week. We are producing our podcast without any ads and we are relaying on our community's direct support. People like you, our listeners. So if you find it valuable, I will be super grateful if you could spread the word by leaving a rating and maybe a review. It will take you just 30 seconds to do so and it is very helpful in getting these ideas to a wider audience. If you are interested to develop your artistic mindset, 
If you are looking to grow your business, if you want to develop the innovation competencies in your organizations, I will highly recommend you to check our workshops and trainings, all available on our website. The episode was mixed and mastered by Daniel Duran. You can subscribe to the Artian Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our previous shows are available on our website, www.derteyan.com slash podcast. Each episode includes show notes, guest recommendations, videos, and other materials. We can also be found on our LinkedIn page, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us directly via email at podcast at theartian.com. So I will be waiting here for you in the next episode with me. Near Hindi. Once again, thanks for listening.